0: From the Cats Audio Network, this is the Cats This Week with R.J. Broadhead
1: and Luke Tasker. Great to have you for another edition of Cats This Week. I'm R.J. Broadhead along with Luke Tasker. The games are always big now. The next back-to-back against the Argos. Most important games of the season so far. And we might be able to say that. A lot down the stretch. Hopefully we get to say that a lot down the stretch. But, Luke, it, it's crazy. Tiger Cats are 3-7, and seven, have not won back-to-back games all season long, have not won a game on the road, and yet they're two points out of first place. Can, can you believe how it's, it's been a struggle for the team as far as the record goes, but they could still win the East Division. It's, it's near unbelievable.
0: Yeah, it's wild. It's it's totally wild, and they still have a chance at the at the at, a, at to be champions uh, and for this season, and that's great. Uh, one thing you can kind of notice is the the losses are starting to feel heavier and heavier as the season progresses. They're more catastrophic, and that's not that's not a great word for football. I mean, not, not <laughs> catastrophic, you know, there's, you know, <laughs> you know, there's a lot to, a lot to play still, but it weighs a little heavier. You know, you can hear it in the interviews. You can kind of feel it in the, the weight of the storyline as we progress. And, uh, and as a, from when being a player that resonates with me, I mean, that the losses later in the season feel like, man, I can't believe we're kind of still making these errors or still not, you know, firing uh, on all cylinders. Like we hoped we would be, um, But like you said, still, still, uh, still uh, space and room to grow.
1: So I I know we've joked around for quite a few weeks about must wins. So I decided to do a little, some calculations. So if Toronto wins both of these games, the next two games, they'll have 12 points with seven games remaining. So in those seven games, say they go three and four, which is possible. That's below 500. They'd have 18 points. So Hamilton would have to go six and zero in their final six games just to get to eighteen points, but it wouldn't be good enough for first because mm-hmm. Argos would have won the the season series. So lose both, and Tiger Cats can probably forget about first place. Then you look at Montreal's schedule remaining. They have a bye this week. They've won two in a row. They started a four game homestand against Hamilton, so they're home all of September. They have eight games remaining, three of them against Ottawa, with all due respect to the to the Red Blacks. It has been a, a struggle for them as well. So five games at home, three games on the road, and when you look at the schedule, you'd have to say Montreal has the the easiest schedule, and Toronto also has a game in hand. So I'm looking at these two games. Hamilton has to win them both. A split is okay, but Toronto with that game in hand, that could still be a four-point lead for Toronto if, if they win that extra game. So... I'm saying Hamilton has to win both, Luke.
0: You're, you're. We're getting very close to you getting it out of me that, <laughs> that we're heading into a must-win, and uh, and yeah, the 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 pressure's on. These are weighted games uh, in every way you could imagine. Uh, you know, and it, I love how the how this series with Toronto has has progressed. I mean, as just a fan of, of football, I mean, you know, obviously the Ticats would have loved to have gone two and zero so far, but we've got a soup with the four and five weeks uh, Toronto Hamilton series has turned out to be very exciting. And now you get a chance to, you know, whoever wins this first game has a chance to sort of sweep the last back to back has a chance to progress in the, uh, in the East division uh really, really interesting stuff there, R J that you brought up regarding the last six games for both Toronto and Hamilton. And if, if if Hamilton can't get at least one win here, to get first place, they have they have an incredibly uh high mountain to climb in the last six uh six weeks of the season. Uh you know, I'm the the, the Montreal uh you know, end of season progressing from here for Montreal, Ottawa's Ottawa's just like hamilton i mean they, they, yeah. they don't have they don't have the wins there they've had their struggles but they're they're able to win a football game too i mean they it's been the same story for all of these teams where it's not a bad football team getting blown out of the water it's just not the case it's right. not what we're seeing in the cfl it's it's that's going to be a hard battle as well and it's hard to beat a team you know three times uh, like that too so we'll see what how it progresses with montreal hamilton is certainly a team that can beat montreal so is toronto Oh, by the way, Hamilton can beat Toronto, and Toronto could also beat Ottawa, and Hamilton <laughs> yes. as well. So, like, you know, we don't know. Uh, but it, but this week, boy, it is time. It's time for the Cats to start uh, making fewer mistakes than their op- opponents, putting the ball in the, in the end zone while they're in the score zone, and, and capitalizing on opportunities at the times now.
1: Well, it's time for them to get strong, and Cats fans, it's time to ride on our strength from now until October 13th. Purchase four eligible Hercules passenger or light truck tires. To receive a $100 Tie Cats Rewards card and be entered to win our Road Trip Sweepstakes. Available at participating Active Green and Ross and Ross, Ontario locations or visit slash AGR Rewards. Love Hercules tires and it's a road game for the Tiger Cats. They won't put a lot of wear on those tires as they're heading to BMO Field in Toronto. But interesting, Toronto's schedule. After this, they'll only have two home games remaining. They don't have another home game until October. So basically, all of September, they're on the road. So it it might be a a bit of a tough schedule. One other thing that really stood out to me in the head-to-head meetings, Toronto hasn't turned the ball over. Hamilton Mm -hmm. has three times. All three of those turned into touchdowns. So every time they turn the ball over against the Argos, it cost them, and Toronto has 12 touchdowns on offense. That's the fewest in the league. They have four other touchdowns. Three of them came against the the Tiger Cats. So the the turnover battle costs the Tiger Cats, and we've seen it over and over this season, Luke, where they turn the ball over and it turns into points for the other team. It's, it, it's something else that is hard to believe. It just keeps happening. They don't seem to get away with a turnover.
0: Yeah, that's well said. They They've been really costly, and that's – you're all over it with the stats today, man. You are ready for this <laughs> week's game. Oh my heaven! Hey, big, big games. We got to
1: step up too. That's
0: right. Hey, you're so right, man. The uh, the the interesting thing that I pulled from that is McLeod Bethel Thompson and the way that he's protected the football in the in the Hamilton games just unbelievable ability to to be uh not careless but at the same time be taking shots i mean he's had he's had um uh, solid performances and uh you know you can couch that you know you don't have to you don't have to shoot the lights out when you're when you at least can protect the football and, and the tie cats to to change that script and to get a few takeaways uh, going into these games we, we've kind of been talking about that all year like that would just be a really really great thing to see that some of these turnovers are damaging to the opponents and not just the story of you know turnovers that end up in touchdowns against the tie cats
1: yeah and to add to that tiger cats have all their touchdowns on offense except for one and that was the lawrence woods kickoff return for a touchdown so defense hasn't gotten a pick six this season they were pretty effective in doing that last year lawrence woods won't play that's he, he, he probably had his quietest game against Montreal, but not having him in there, I know you and I kind of get that the butterflies in the stomach when he starts going because anything could happen. But Pappy White is is back in the lineup, but it, it's tough to, to replace what Lawrence Woods has done this year, isn't it?
0: Yep, yeah, he's had uh, huge impacts, especially against Toronto. I mean, he had some really, really great returns uh in those games um and and you know at times when the tight offense needed that field position boost he was he was there and, and and producing would love to see pappy white uh be effective there i got to say for a young for a young or call it inexperienced returner somebody popped into a new uh role of responsibility we go back to the ball security like that returner has to make sure that no matter what, no matter if you slip and fall that your offense gets the ball the next play like that is, that is responsibility number one for any return, man. And it's big plays are next. That's, that's the, that's the next thing to do. Once you know, once you've guaranteed that your offense is getting the ball, then you can try to go get a return. So uh, you want to, you want to be mistake free in that, in that category, like, you know, a zero, zero, uh. The tolerance, you know, in the the turnovers in the in the return game, uh, when you have a shakeup in personnel, especially with a guy your main guy like Lawrence Woods, um, you know, to solidify that first is what I'll uh, be looking to see in the game.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting. Toronto's return game has not been very good this year, so we'll see what happens. We expected Montreal and Hamilton to have all kinds of return yards, and neither team was very good. So yeah, the the special teams coverage was excellent and. Hey, they, they went in with a game plan to to stop the run, uh, the return rather on, on both sides, and they were able to do it. One thing that sticks out to me, one of the many things, uh, Toronto's rushing is worst in the league. Hamilton's rush defense, we love it. It's number two in the league, and they held Montreal to a season-low 43 yards. However, Trevor Harris passed for 382 yards, almost 400 yards. So... Do you think it was to do with the two corners being out, Jamal Roll and Siante and Evans, by the way, rolls back in and the Ticats acquired Rodney Randall Jr., who was previously with Montreal past two seasons, so Siante Evans still out, but he, he's an experienced corner there. Uh, do, you, do you think it was that, or do you think maybe Trevor Harris was able to expose something else against the Tiger Cats?
0: I have heard Trevor Harris referred to as the Ticat killer. I mean, <laughs> he has had some good games uh, against the Ticats when I, I as as a player myself there and uh, uh, this season as well. And you know, you can't take something away from a quarterback who just has a, a lights out performance. I um, mean, he was you know one of the league's you know top performers for the week, and uh, you know did a, had made his plays where he was going to get him to, regardless of the defense that that was playing. Um, but the call it inexperienced or just the mix up the shake up in the defensive secondary that doesn't help either um you know now you get a jamal roll you know back in um and and you guys like that just so so helpful for um for the for the ticats defensive cause but that defensive secondary rj i think in some senses i think you and i were so you know, high on that group this year and they and they've performed, they've got their knockdowns. Yeah. The takeaways have been lagging, uh, I think you and I have agreed on. Um and you just you'd, you'd love to see a bounce back from that uh game where with an opponent's high passing yards, good percentage, um and you'd like to love to see a back a bounce back where McLeod Bethel Thompson really, really struggles to find space down the field.
1: Yeah, we've been as most high cats fans have, seen the work the defense has done and uncharacteristically, some missed tackles against Montreal. And this, this stat blew me away. I had to double-check it a couple of times. But Montreal did not have a 2-and-out in the second half and oh, outscored is. the Cats 11-3 to in the fourth quarter. Most penalties Tiger Cats have taken came in that last game against Montreal, 125 penalty yards. And, and Montreal took a bunch, too, that almost was giving Hamilton opportunities. But there's just – seems like there's something popping up every week – However, I just have a gut feeling about destiny that the Tiger Cats, despite an issue here, an issue there, a recurring issue like turnovers, they're still right there. They win these two games and you and I are having a much different conversation about how they're the team to catch in the East Division. It it just feels like these have almost been preseason games. It doesn't matter a ton to this point, but now these next two matter a lot.
0: Well, just one week shy of Labor Day, you know, and the cliche that it starts at Labor Day, we're we're very close to that being true because it does feel like now, now is the time. Now is where these games are going to be a tangible impact on your playoffs, or if you make the playoffs or not, or, and, and very very much so, your at least your ranking as you enter postseason. I'm this close, RJ, this close to saying it's a must win. <laughs> almost and, and, got you convinced. <laughs> boy, it it, feel, it feels close, and if they, but if they split, if they were to split this series. Then in two weeks from now, we're going to be with the exact same. It's going to be a, a matching feeling in, in our stomachs as we progress, and it'll be good for the CFL. It'll be good for the league, to be honest. If they if they were to split, that that just postpones the drama and the energy. But if the tie Cats can sweep this series, they are going to be poised to dominate that last third of the season and 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 make the run, uh, that aggressive run to first place. So, boy, just just as a player RJ like this is this is the this is an exciting time in the season if you're if you've got the big plays in you if you're if your name's going to be called now is the time when as we were all dreaming as kids, it was games like this where where you know stars are born. You know where, you're, where you where yes get, where you become remembered. You know this is this is the a wonderful time in a football season, uh, and for Cat fans, couldn't be more uh, exciting going into these this back to back stretch.
1: And going into this back to back stretch, Dane Evans is back as the starting yeah. quarterback. Matt Schultz went one and one. The game he lost, he threw for over three hundred yards. Do you like the decision going back to Dane Evans, who tiger cats have said he's he's their guy all along and if you're gonna win football games here, you, you got to go with the guy, don't you?
0: Yeah, there's things I like and there's things I don't like. The things that I like are the idea that Dane has already done enough to earn the the you're the guy mark you know and he has and I agree yep. with that and I think he and I think he is and I hope that he's healthy right now coming back the right way. Um, and so I like, I I like an, an atmosphere of a team and a franchise and a, in a top down mentality of you're the guy. Like we weren't, we're not, we're not jerking anybody around here. If you want, if you're healthy, we're putting you in the game. I like that. One thing I don't like about it is that I think Matt Schultz has been playing very well. Like I've been very impressed, uh, with, with how he's, uh, played over these last two games. Um, and it comes down to the health of both guys. I mean, every, you know, everybody's got something here and there that they're dealing with and, um, you know, there are some things that were the details that we're never going to be, uh, you know, privy to on the outside, but, um, I, I love, I love the confidence that, that Dane Evans has in in his own team. Uh, and they're the ones that know. And if that, and if now is the time to make that switch back and, uh, you know, happy for happy for Dane to be able to, to man that position again and try to go get a win.
1: Yeah. This is the, you said it before the, the moments that you you live for, you play the sport for, and, and Dane's going to be put in one of those spots. Tim White, he was excellent. Perf- one of the performers of the week, 11 receptions, targeted 14 times, two touchdowns. He had four second-down receptions. So there was a clear chemistry between him and Matt Schultz. You kind of knew where Schultz was going. I'd like to see Dane develop that kind of chemistry with, with one of the receivers. He kind of had it with Braylon Addison, but we know Addison won't return, so uh, it it just you kind of knew where Schultz was going, and it still happened when he mm-hmm. would connect with Tim White.
0: Yeah, and Braylon and Dane both you know suffered injuries at similar times you know a few weeks back, and so you know it's sort of you could maybe say it's coincidental, right? Tim White's emergence and sort of his importance uh, in in two of the last games, along with Matt Schultz's appearance as the as the starting quarterback in those games. So, I have no reason to think. I mean, I, I actually I actually think there's there would be evidence to suggest that that they're unrelated and that I think Tim White will have another great game and he's got to, you know, he's got to, he's got to be uh, given opportunities to make plays and opportunities uh to to have the ball in his hands. Dane uh you know, Steven Dunbar Jr. a little bit quiet uh, uh, uh last week and the more the more opportunities those guys have early on try to stretch it out i would i would love to see it and and i you don't want to enter that third quarter with guys kind of you know in in a lull guys kind of not knowing you know not involved and not not overly active get the playmakers the ball early on and and give them a shot
1: you do push-ups before we do our broadcast right luke how many do you do i do
0: (laughs) how many you said yeah uh, well, that's a personal question, RJ. Okay. okay I, <laughs> no, only like 10. I, 10? I, right before the broadcast, I like yeah. to just leave, get in the hallway, do a couple push-ups. By the way, this is not something I did as a player, because as a player, <laughs> you're already you're already warmed. You've been warming up for, for an hour already, and you're good to go. The But yeah, I like to get the blood flowing a little bit, get a little excitement uh, right before our broadcast starts.
1: You know who you remind me of when you do the push-ups? Who? Hercules. Hercules. Interesting. That's yeah. funny you say that. Because you? <laughs> okay.
0: you know what I was just going to tell Ticat fans? was <laughs> that, that? It's time to ride on our strength. From now until October 13th, purchase four eligible Hercules passenger or light truck tires to receive a $100 Ticats reward card and be entered to win the road trip sweepstakes. Available at participating active Green and Ross Ontario locations, visit... Hercules tires dot com slash AGR rewards. You're right, RJ. And I I didn't know if Hercules was going to be the reference there or not, uh, because I'm thinking Hercules may look a little different than me while he does his
1: pushups. But you you get a bit of a pump afterwards. I'll just I'll just say that. (laughs) 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 So so 0 and 5 on the road. Is there any explanation to to this for the Tiger Cats? Or is it just something different every game that winds up in a loss?
0: Yeah. Um, I'm willing to give you the something different in every game, but like it's just age old, you know, that that it, it, it's harder. Home teams, home teams have a built in advantage and that it's a real thing. It's in the Ticats, especially the Tim Hortons field is a fantastic place to play as a cat. Um, uh, all There's all sorts of things that that people will say about teams that can't win on the road. Like it's a maturity, like a discipline thing um, you know, a lack of ability to focus on the details when there's extra distractions and stuff. I don't know. I don't know if I buy into any of that. I'm willing to say that each game was a different football game and, and, uh, and, you know, they had a chance in BC, certainly Montreal, certainly Toronto. Um, and, and, you know, it's a different, different thing each time. You'd love to see a team finish. Um, and one thing I will buy into RJ is that you do as a player, or I should say as a football team, you learning how to lose is a real thing and and making it a habit and sort of feeling like it's happening again so it's going to happen again kind of thing that's real uh and I'm not putting that on the Tie Cats uh right now but I'm saying you have to avoid that as a football team um but each football game is going to be different when you get on the road and certainly in Toronto this is your chance to break that streak when you go to to BMO yeah the,
1: you're you're exactly right that's the time to do it for the Argos not a lot of changes uh, Andrew Harris, of course, will be out. AJ ladd he's been effective against the, the Tiger Cats as as a replacement. But uh, it's, again, tough to run the ball against the Tiger Cats. Going into this game, the first of two against the Argos, the one before the Labor Day game, a very important game for the Tiger Cats to win if they still hope to finish in first place in the East Division. Just give us your thoughts on what you think some, some keys might be on Friday.
0: boy. And, and you're going to love, you're going to love it. Maybe some people are going to hate it, but let's, let's go out there as a, the, as a tie cat football team. And they've got to win the turnover ratio. Don't give it away more than you can make Bethel, uh, uh McLeod Bethel Thompson, uh, throw errant footballs and have your hatchets out. You know, we, that's that tr- we used to train, you know, if you're tackling the first hand comes in from over your head onto the football, as you wrap up, you know, f- force those, force those errors on your uh, opponent and make that happen. Um, you know, that uh, I'd love to see Dane come in after some time after healing, after being out uh, and, and and air it out a little bit right off the start. I loved uh, in Toronto at the the last time in BMO when Mike Jones, they gave him a chance, uh, you know, deep over the top and it was just, they just barely missed, but that's the kind of throw and the timing and the player and the, and the, and the, you know that just that throw that Dane released that you're going to get some of those if you can keep on taking him so you know air it out and, and have an aggressive uh, aggressive call right off the bat
1: we're gonna wrap up Ticats this week there Luke uh, this, I, I can't wait till Friday 7 30 that'll be the kickoff you and I'll have the call and it is I'm saying it Ticats have to win these two against the Argos and and then everything will be fine if not then they need a little help from other teams
0: true yep it's if you want to if you want to have everything in your own hands it's the the time is is uh as uh narrowing uh, each day to get
1: those wins we appreciate you listening to tie cats this week we are all set up for the tie cats and argos friday 7 30 is the kickoff pregame show is at 6 30 on the tie cats audio network it's been another busy week for your Hamilton Tiger Cats. Luke Tasker and R.J. Broadhead have covered it all, and now we would
0: like to hear from you. Email us anytime at gamedayattiecats.ca. Subscribe
1: to the Cats Audio Network on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.